I'm Chris Hagen. For those who don't know, I've been a language coach for many years. In my career, I've taught a wide variety of people from famous singers and radio presenters to doctors, uni students, and yes, even desperate housewives trying to find an English lover. I finally decided to share my thoughts, tips, and tricks with the world. Also check out my YouTube channel if you want to see my ugly mush. So let's kick off this podcast with a great jingle. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. Here for you comes in your ears, another word for things is cheers. Here's the new kid from the block, here for you around the clock. Shining on his English lips, Chris. Is an anagram of risk. Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's podcast. I want to say hello to everybody who was at the Masterclass, the workshop of Sing It Right, last Saturday in Pordenone. What a beautiful little town. If you've never been, go and check it out. It's not far from Venice, and the weather was absolutely terrible. Storms all day and rain. In fact, I loved it. So hello again to everybody who was there. And I hope to see you again very soon. Just a bit of advert. Do you have Instagram? Everybody has Instagram these days. Go and follow all our accounts. Chris Hagen Media, Cirque Magazine, Chris Hagen Language Institute. And if you're interested in what I'm getting up to on a daily basis, the real Chris Hagen. Also TikTok, Chris Hagen Official. Your daily dose of English is in your hands. It is. And also I want to say hello to B Comedy UK, the fantastic comedians who live in London but come here to Italy to perform stand-up in English. Hello to all of you and to especially Marco who is the, the brains behind it. Not the brawn, but the brains. So I spoke to Laura and also to one of our listeners, Janni, who's also one of my students. Hi, Janni. And asked them to send me some of their favourite jokes. So let's see if you find them funny or not. Why is England the wettest country? Uh-huh, I don't know. Because the Queen has ruled there for decades. Huh? Don't get that one. Go on, Laura, try another. Two windmills are standing on a windmill farm. Uh-huh. One says to the other, what kind of music do you like? Mm-hmm. The other replies, I'm a big metal fan. <laughs> that I got. <laughs> Let's have one from Janney. Hello, uh, this is the first joke. Okay, we're eagerly waiting. Uh, why do we tell actors uh, to break a leg? You know why? Uh-huh. Because every play has a cast. <laughs> Okay, fine. Maybe the next ones will get better. But what's your favourite joke? Send me a message. Some of you did send me messages on TikTok and Instagram. But listen, stop sending me messages privately. Share your comments and your jokes with the world. And I beg you to fix it. Now, this fix it this week is about two words which I've actually done a video on Instagram and TikTok about but those of you who don't follow me on Instagram or TikTok you probably not heard it. I want you to know and remember there is a big difference between these two words. I'm going to spell them for you first. The first word is W-O-R-M and the second word is W-A-R-M. The pronunciation is totally different. Totally different. The first one is worm. The O-R has an er sound. Er. So worm. Think about it. When you see a worm, you don't go, oh, how cute. Unless you're weird. Um, <laughs> if you if you normally see a worm, you go, er. So worm. There is an er in worm. Now, warm, which means quite hot, you don't say, oh, it's worm today. No, it's warm. Or. In warm, the A-R is the same pronunciation as O-R, the word or. So, warm. So, worm is the uh, 
the horrible insect, well, insect is animal. What is it? An animal, yeah? Okay, and warm is when it's a little bit hot. In fact, today it's quite warm. In fact, I've already burnt myself today. So, worm and warm. Fix it. Just a bit of advert. At Chris Hagen Language Institute, we don't only teach English. Go over to www.chrishagenshop.com to find out all our offers on all our courses. Get in touch and you too could be studying with one of my fantastic team. It's true you could, one of my fantastic team. They are absolutely fantastic. They're really, really good. Otherwise, they wouldn't be part of my team. Now, this podcast, English Uncovered, is all over the world and it surprises me every single day, every single week, every single minute, every single second, every millisecond. When I look and I see where people are around the world listening to this fantastic podcast, English Uncovered. And I actually have a message from one of our listeners. Hi there, this is Hamza from Lahore and I like to say hello to all my listeners of English Uncovered and I am sitting with my friend Ali Hassan. So hello to you two and hello to everybody in India. Hello, I don't say hello in all the different languages in India, it's too many. But how fantastic we are joining the world, we are bringing the world together. Okay, it's time for another joke. How does a squid go into battle? With difficulty? Well armed. <laughs> That's good. There's the second one. Okay, I'm ready. Um, what do you call the dog of a magician? No idea. A labracadabra <laughs> A bit difficult to say, but funny. Okay, let's have one more from Laura before we go to our guest. Never criticize someone until you've walked a mile in their shoes. Very wise. That way, when mm. you do, you'll be a mile away and they won't have any shoes on. <laughs> this one I need to remember. Okay, so let's have a listen to our first well, Who's our first guest? Let's get... Okay. G-W-Y-N is how you spell Gwen. Gwen. W-A-L-E-S is how you spell Gwen. Spelling test is over. So what now? Let's listen to what he's got to say over to Gwen. We're back with Gwen. I said your name right. You did, indeed. Good. Your name I can say right, but I only realised today I'm saying her name wrong for 40 years and she's never corrected me. People... I've known for years, still spell it wrong. But <laughs> yours, the spelling of yours, is G-W-Y-N. Yeah. I get See, I'm a genius. G-W-I-N, G-W-N. G-W-N-N-N-N. Gwyneth, I get called. Gwyneth? Gwyneth? Yeah. <laughs> you're a trans. Glyn, you get, you get all sorts. Gwyneth. Yeah. I was going to say, even though you reduced me by, what was it, four inches, you've shrunk me by since I've been here. Four inches. At least I can pronounce inches. your name and spell it right. We're all right. <laughs> so you're telling me that you're a lot after after all these problems you've had. Now you're you've come through the other side. You're happy. You're very creative. Yeah, yeah. You've even given me a bird bath. Yeah, Don't know how I'm going to get yeah. it back to Italy because it weighs a ton. It's heavier than me, <laughs> but I will do it because I've been looking for one for two years. And Amazon is crap. So go on then. Tell me how what's what's life like now then? What's happened since? What positive things have happened in your life? Well. Probably the best thing to start is when um, I used to run my own print company mm-hmm. and printing died really and at that stage I thought well the kids are growing up now, one had already left and gone off to live with someone else, the other one's going off to university, not enough for money coming in as in zero mm-hmm. uh, and thought what should I do so I, I downsized the house and got rid of most of the mortgage bought a bungalow, uh, which I thought, well, I'll, I'll spend some time doing it up. 
met a lovely lady at badminton. Which really? Was, Who's that? Yvonne. Ah, you he's talking about. Yes. I thought I met another one. And, which was not at the time a, a girlfriend or anything, but we, we mm-hmm. were good friends. We played badminton. She came along. Friends. No, no, just yeah. literary friends. And mm-hmm. she came along one day and helped me... Uh, uh, strip the wallpaper off one of the rooms. Strip the wallpaper, is it? Strip the wallpaper, uh-huh. yeah. yeah the, she says she likes stripping, but she means stripping the wallpaper. But she, she noticed that out of the whole of the house, which was in a terrible state, the only thing that was that nice was a, a kitchen. And she said, well, where did you get the kitchen from? And I said, so the only thing she liked in the house was the kitchen? Yeah, trust me. Not even you, she just liked the kitchen. <laughs> I like this guy, he's got a kitchen. But uh, So she said, well, who did it? And I said, well, I did it, I put it in. She said, and she knew I was trying to think of a job to do. Mm-hmm. And her partner at the time, Dieter, a lovely guy, um, took me on as his apprentice, effectively. So I started working as a kitchen fitter. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of years down the line, went off. I'd got enough information by that time and went off and did it myself. Uh, and then, yeah, a, a short while after that, um, she broke up with Dieter and... She and I got together, which was rather nice. Mm-hmm. And because she liked your Christmas tree. You, well, that's this is another, another, this another big factor. Yeah, you did like my Christmas tree. Yeah. Uh, but has a very good Christmas tree. I've not seen it, but I'm waiting to see it. Anyway, we, we went out together for a while. We went on holiday to Sharm El Sheikh, by which time I decided... Sharm El Sheikh in Egypt. In Egypt. I've never been. Where? Yeah, it's a lovely mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we went there, and I was before I'd gone. I decided it was probably the time to ask her if she'd like to marry me, mm-hmm. uh, which was fine. But uh, the first time I tried, I thought, well, I'd like to do it in a romantic way, and we booked a, a trip out into the desert and to see the stars in the desert. Bedouin town, lovely meal, mm-hmm. and so on. Uh, Just you two was the uh, idea. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, we had two friends that we'd met on holiday, which we couldn't. Oh, get. We'd met. You mean? she met and dragged along well that, that as well but uh uh-huh. from what you told me yesterday yeah, yeah. uh-huh so anyway so they're lovely people we were, if they're listening to we, this we're in the middle of a bedouin compartment or uh-huh. whatever all four of you all four romantically of us. Yeah. and i did manage to get her outside which is what i wanted to do starlight in the middle of the desert it's absolutely lovely and mm. just about to propose to her in this Camel, I won't use rude words. No, you can swear, you can swear. No, this camel came along behind us, didn't see him coming, and he licked my ear. <laughs> it was a romantic evening under the stars. It was, a, so we <laughs> both looked round. She killed herself laughing, I killed myself laughing. And the, the moment was gone, so I didn't uh, yeah. do anything. Uh, so if, the, if, the, if the ring was on the tongue, it would have been fantastic. No, I didn't dare buy a ring because I had no idea what size of finger. Ah, okay. So the next opportunity came when we, <laughs> I booked a trip on the Red Sea, which mm-hmm. I knew from past experience going out there is quite a romantic affair, can be. And so, again, f- unfortunately, we did have the two friends that we'd met, which were lovely. The same two? The same two, very nice, but it was very difficult to get her on her own. Uh, so I did actually say I'd got to go to the toilet and went off, and I spoke to the guy that I'd seen earlier, which I knew was the guy that fed the fishes, and they... What they do is they get the fishes to come up and everybody mm-hmm. sees all the fish. But what do they do? Do they jump out of the they water? They jump out of the water. Ah, literally, nice. yeah. Right, wow. So like a fountain, basically. Of fish. Almost. It's, it's, that, oh. it's not like two or three, it's hundreds. hundreds. Wow. And so I said, look, I'm, I'm trying to propose to my wife. Could you help me? Um, Push the other two overboard. <laughs> <laughs> if I bring her down, could you actually feed the fish for me so that it all sort of happens and it makes it... Mm-hmm. 
a, a special experience. He said, oh yeah, you can do that. So I managed to get her away from the two people. Said, I've got something here I need you to see. So got her down there, nodded to the guy, fish jumped out of the water and I, and she said, oh, this is fantastic, best holiday I've been on. Can't be any better. And I said, well, would it be better if uh, I asked you to marry me? She said, you're joking. You didn't believe him. <laughs> Terrible. But, yeah, she so gentlemen do still exist then? Just a different generation yeah. of gentlemen. Gentlemen still, and romance does still exist. Yeah, they Just do. not with young people anymore because I was busy on the phones texting each other from across <laughs> the table. And so now you're a lot happier then since you met... I was a lot Aunt happier. Yvonne. Having given up my uh, job running a print company and all the rest of it, and working as a, a kitchen fitter was the best job I've ever done. I really enjoyed it. Mm. I had so much satisfaction out of it. And now with all these creative things you're doing, all the making things, painting ugly cats. Ugly cats, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you also paint some nice cats as well. Nice cats, I was going to say, it must be some nice cats somewhere. Oh, I did a very nice dog, which I'll show you the picture of oh, yeah. another time. Yeah. But I'm waiting for a picture of the Christmas tree now anyway. I'm waiting to see. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for everything and we'll see you soon. Okay. Thank you very much. And I know you're all wondering if I actually managed to get the bird bath back to here, back to Milan. And yes, I did. It's in my garden now, squirting away. So let's have a listen to the last three jokes we've got. We've got two more from Laura and one from Janney to finish off this week. So go on, Laura, off you go. Here's a travel joke for you. What's okay. the best thing about Switzerland? Cheese, chocolate. I don't know, but their flag is a huge plus. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. And this is the third and the final one. No. Uh, why can't you hear a pterodactyl go to the bathroom? Don't know. Because the pee is silent. <laughs> That's good. Did you hear about the new restaurant that opened up? It's called Karma. Karma, okay. There's no menu. You get what you deserve. <laughs> now, I could listen to these things all day and, and make you, force you, basically, to listen to me laughing at jokes or not laughing, because the first one, I still don't understand it. If you understand the first one, let me know. I'm sure Laura will. So, there you go. That's what we've got for... Oh, my tongue, where's it gone? That's what we've got for this week, and we'll see you next week. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. You can sing your ears and not a word for things is cheers He's the new kid from the block Here for you around the clock Shining on his English lips Chris is an anagram of risk <laughs>